Alright, welcome to Endorphins, our third episode, and our very first guest is going to be on this episode, uh, Ryan Bowen, an ex-vet, well not an ex-vet, I, I mean, vet technically has that, fuck, I fucked up, alright, a vet, uh, my brother, and yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Ryan. I am 20 years old, got out of the military on October 7, 2020. Um, I currently live in Washington State, the land of, uh, can't say that word, but y'all know what I'm in referencing, and, uh, yeah. Alrighty. So, first things first, how are you on this fine day, over, at least over in Nevada, it's a fine day, what about you? Oh, uh, it's a little chilly out here, but, uh, I think I fucked up my rotator cuff. Ate shit earlier, so my eyes all swollen. But other than that, doing good. That's good. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's good. That's a good experience for the day, is it not? Uh, build some character. What do you think? No, it's, it's a little bullshit. Dude. <laughs> it's twenty twenty could be a day. It's not fucking day. Yeah. No. Um, twenty twenty sucks ass. I think for everyone. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I mean, supposedly in Arizona, there's a sighting of a demon. I don't know if anyone's seen it or not. A demon. What do you think yeah, about no. that? I, I saw it on TikTok. Like, supposedly in Arizona, there was a sighting of a demon, and I, was, I, I didn't know if I wanted to believe it or not. It's TikTok. They, they, uh... In Arizona. Because TikTok is a very reliable source. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I was going right? to... I'm telling you, man. Like, it's TikTok. They, they do that shit. For fun. I mean, it was from the same source that they um they found that one like dragon in like Canada or some shit. I don't remember. Um, where it's like the wings. It was like frozen inside a mountain or some shit. I don't I think don't it know. was an actual. I think it that was like I some fucking pterodactyl that they found. It, it, well, was... it was bigger than pterodactyl. No, it was, yeah, it was like a pterodactyl, but bigger, basically. that That's what it was. I, I saw the same thing, but um, it was, it's it's a dinosaur. It was just a huge-ass fucking winged dinosaur. It's probably the one that starts with, like, a Q. And they're calling it a dragon. massive, like, giraffe-sized. Nah, they're bigger than that. Fuck. You know what's the craziest thing I've, think I've ever seen on TikTok? What? There's this kids over in Point Ruston, which is like five minutes away from me, and they found a suitcase by the water that I've opened it. That. Yeah, yeah no, that was that's, here, that's dude. That's from Randonautica. Yeah. It's, it's an app where it gives you a random place to go and you go to it. Yeah, that's what they found. Yeah. Body Fuck me. Right? Yeah, it was full of body. There was yeah. some chick that just got dismembered and thrown in there. There, um, there was multiple other suitcases yeah. across the beach. The body parts was body parts as well. Yeah, it was over here in Rustin. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not for me, man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And the craziest part was, I shit you not, I was there a day, the day before that, and I saw a suitcase down there, and I was like, that sucks, and I can't walk it. <laughs> I feel like that's our family type thing. Like, we we see something and. We're just like, yeah, no, and then we then we leave, cause 
don't know. It's like a radar. You, <laughs> you I don't feel want like any part of that, dude. You yeah, you you already know. I feel like you just know. Like, that's fucked up, and then you walk away. It's no. I just it didn't cross my mind or anything like that. I just saw it and I'm like, oh, oh well. I didn't look back. Nothing. I don't know. For me, in my head, all the worst cases scenarios, worst case scenarios, kind of just like pop in my head and like. Fuck that, and I leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knowing my damn luck, I open that thing, and there's a bomb staring right back at me. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, we. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple questions. Um. Zach, you start first. <laughs> Well, I was just I I was listening to the I was listening to the bum 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 thing. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. So it kind of just like um, it kind of just uh, like distracted me for a moment. I'm sorry. Uh, so go go ahead. Go ask your questions. So all right, I'm going first. All right, Ryan. So. What's what's the most stupid thing you did as a kid? Like what's like if you look at it now, just plain stupid that you would never do today? Uh, light my arm on fire. That was pretty fucking stupid. So my older brother and I thought it'd be a great idea to take cologne, <laughs> soak our arms in it, and light them bitches on fire, right? <laughs> and so my little brother comes up and he's like, "Let me try it." And we're like, all right, cool. So we have like the bathtub full of water. So we'll light it, wave our arm around for a second, and dump it in the water. No, no. So we do it to him. That's not we the do story. It to him. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. We do it to him, and he he freaks the fuck <laughs> out, starts flailing his arms and running through the house, and we're like, no. <laughs> So we're trying to throw a blanket over him and get the fire out, but he's just sitting there, like, staring at it, laying on the ground, waving it like a fucking torch in the air, <laughs> screaming. We weren't in the bathroom. We were in Robert's room. No, we were in the bathroom. No, we were in Robert's room, and he was like, don't move your arm. We're going to throw a blanket on it and tap it out. That's that's what I remember. And then you guys sprayed it on uh, me, lit it, and I got scared. <laughs> and I ran like a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We asked him for the story time. Yeah, yeah. Shut, shut up. Yeah, let him, let him he told it wrong. He told it wrong. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Ron. My bad. My bad. Anyways, I got it right. The little fucker ran like a bitch with his arm on fire, and it was hilarious. But I'd probably never do that again. I was like eight. In my in my defense, I was eight. What the fuck? Who thinks it's a great idea to set your arm on fire? Us at the time, we lived in the middle of basically Me. nowhere. Me. It was my idea. It was my brilliant idea. I I have no clue whose idea it was because I walked in and I was like, "Hey, let me try." Yeah. That looks cool. I want to try. And then, um, if Ryan doesn't remember. Ava literally snitched on us a couple hours later. Like, oh. That's not part of the story, though. It doesn't matter. No, I know it's not part of the story. I'm just letting everyone know. Well, then let me tell the fucking Snitch. story. I thought you then. did. Shut I thought you finished. <laughs> I thought you finished the story. 
I was waiting for Zach's next question. <laughs> That's an excuse. Tension whore, man. You're like the blue-haired girl in high school. <laughs> You're only saying that because I'm your brother. All right. <laughs> See, this switch called brotherly love. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Ryan gives it out a little too much. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, Zach, go ahead. All right, second question. <coughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever encountered or seen? You've lived a, a decently long life, longer than me. So I know there's bound to be something deep within your memory that was just something you couldn't explain. It was just weird. Uh, I have to say it was last year. When I was in the army. I remember drinking. I was drinking all by myself, watching the ranch, just being bored as shit. And I walk out of my door of my uh, barracks. Right as soon as I open my door, this <laughs> this fucking midget in a laced bra and a laced panties, fucking was taken off down the hall, right in front of me. <laughs> and, wait, wait, and shit, the- you not. I was like, what the fuck? And she was booking it, too. Just started running. Clothes in hand, shoes in hand, running. I was like, oh, my God. I'll never forget that. I was expecting some, like, paranormal. Have you seen some aliens type of shit? <laughs> that just came out of butt fuck nowhere. Yeah, no, it was, just, it was just a midget taking off, man. A midget hooker. Never thought you'd have. <laughs> That is not something I ever think about. I wonder uh, who was paying her that night. I don't fucking know, man. Rangers are weird, dude. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. Maybe she should have joined All track right. instead. <laughs> she was that fast. Right, who, who's next? She looked like fucking Usain Bolt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wearing a lace bra? Yeah, she's basically butt-ass naked, man. (laughs) Booking it, putting it butt-ass naked. Probably probably hear a little at the end. Just the cheek slap around. Just help her out and punt her across the room. Oh, shit! Yeah, it was a very weird encounter. Dude, oh my god. I, I've only seen a, um, I'm trying to look for the right term because apparently they don't like being called midgets. Um, so, apparently, like, so a small person, per se. Uh, I've only seen one in my whole entire life. Yeah, it's weird. So is that like the first time you've ever seen a small person or what? No, I went to high school with a midget. Did you really? <laughs> Yeah, it was a fucking cocksucker, dude. Oh, damn. Well, I can imagine at that height. I mean, he's always afraid oh. of people's cocks. God. Okay, so... I did I did enjoy that, but, like, being in the military... Were you ever... You were deployed and whatnot, right? No. Did you ever see action? No. No, okay. Uh, during training or anything, you see anything weird? Besides that? Uh, 
Mm, no, I mean, basically what it is is like, I don't know what you would call weird. I mean, you see all sorts of stuff. Like, things you, you can't really explain. You have no idea like Bigfoot be able to explain it if it was, it's I, I don't know I, that's just I'm just asking just like anything that's, that's well Zach weird. explain what we heard that one night and then what you saw and put that out for an example what, which night? the one where you were hanging out the car and then I was struggling to get the keys into the ignition was it the one at the park no we were in Rayleigh's parking lot Rayleigh's parking lot. Um. Uh, all right. Um. When was this? I, I know it happened. This my old year ago, maybe. It, uh, it doesn't matter. I the have the exact date. date it, it doesn't matter the exact date. It was about a year ago. It was later at night. We were all kind of just chilling. It was me, Alex, and Garrett, and we were uh, we were sitting in the car. Doors open. We we're all kind of just relaxing. We were in a grocery store parking lot because we didn't know what to do. There's not much to do in the middle of the night, especially here in Nevada. It's kind of a barren state. Um, yeah. I, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was looking at memes on my phone. But apparently, from what Garrett and Alex told me, they heard the sounds of, like, a broken siren. No, it was more like a siren. It was a... Okay, so it's the... Uh, you know, like, how they screech, Broken Siren screech? Yeah. It was screeching, and it just got louder. And it wasn't like a tire. It wasn't like a screeching tire or something or a bad part in a car. It it was like an animal was screeching and moving towards us really quick. That was it. That's all we heard. And then I was like, fuck that shit. So I told you to get in the fucking car. And I was... Yeah fumbling with my keys trying to get him in the ignition while you he said you saw it of the car so they they just kept yelling at me get in the car close the door close the door get in the car I, I frankly i didn't know what was going on i was still trying to process what was happening so i can't see that well either i normally wear glasses to get further distances but that that night i didn't have them so it was a little bit of a blur but i closed my door and Garrett's like fumbling with his keys to start the car. And so he gets it started and he starts he starts just booking it, like hits the gas. I look out of the 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 backseat window and I see kind of like it was something walking on all fours. That's what it looked like. And it was completely black. It was like pitch black. And it was just running through the bushes. Just like sprinting full speed. And I, I couldn't get it a really good look at it, but because Garrett just started driving down the street. As fast as he could. And the rest of that night, we were just goddamn terrified. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, pretty weird. Little bitches. Yeah. Uh, we, can all, we can all vouch for it. Because we were all there. But uh, what about you, Ryan? Have you experienced something something similar or like that? No. Honestly, no. Uh, I've like... I've, like, seen a bunch of green eyes from, like, coyotes and shit at night, but nothing like that. Yeah, no, we've, we've experienced some weird... some weird shit that goes on here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a weird place. It's a... Yeah, I remember living there, man. It was wonky. 
That shit was wonky. Actually, I do have something weird. Uh, our dad and I were on the fucking balcony when we lived in uh, Washoe. And uh, there was this bright-ass light in the sky, and we thought it was the plane at first just coming, right? But that thing was booking it. Like, it was going fast, and the lights weren't blinking or anything. It looked like a damn star. And then it just kept going faster and faster, and it went, like, almost right up towards us. But it was high up in the sky, and then it just disappeared. Hmm. So, like, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, a UFO. <laughs> um, not even basically that is a UFO, uh, unidentified. No, I mean, I don't know what it was. I'm not going to say it was a UFO, but it was well, weird. A UFO. I did not know what it was. A UFO doesn't have to be mechanical. It's just an unidentified flying object, so it could just be yeah. flying through yeah, the air. It is basically, if you're looking for the correct term, it is a UFO, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is weird. That's weird as shit, though. Um, nah, but I've never heard the story about the midget, uh, before. Ryan never told me that. So that was new news to me, too. That was, that's funny. Uh, Nano, how about... Well, the only people that know are, like, my buddies and Robert. <laughs> Robert. Uh, um, Nano, if you want, you can... Here, would you like to present your questions? You just interrupted me, bro. Or Nano. Let's keep it. Let's keep it going with the funny stuff right now. So, Nano, go ahead and ask your questions. So, you since you already graduated high school, what was your craziest high school experience? My craziest high school experience? Yeah. It would have to be when I lived in Florida for my senior year. Me and my buddies were drinking, and uh, um. I don't remember this, but they have videos and stuff to prove it and things like that that they show, showed me. But I was blacked out at this point. I don't remember this at all, but apparently I drove from Florida to Alabama that night. <laughs> Completely blacked out. <laughs> Florida? How? I don't know. Jesus. What I don't mean know. They have videos. Were they like in the car with you? They were probably blacked out oh, yeah. drunk too. The, one of the guys. No, no, they were like, because the next morning, we woke up at some chick's house. It was like, uh, it was four chicks because I went to the University of Alabama, and they were like, "Hey," and I was like, "What the hell?" And then I went to my buddies, and they were like, "Dude," I was like, "How the hell?" I was like, "Where the fuck are we?" And like, "Dude, we're in Bama." He's like, how did we get here? And they're like, you drove. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, check out this video. And I'm like, sitting up front, driving, singing, drinking the beer, still going. That's terrible, man. That sounds disorientating. Uh, for Just it. waking up in a completely different state. No, question to my driving capabilities. For everyone to uh, listening, don't drink and drive. <laughs> you would yeah, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that. Who would Alright, Ryan, um who would you call uh if you were alone and you happened to do that? Say you had no more gas or some shit and your car was broken. Who would you call? 
Probably one of my buddies or something. I don't even know. Hmm. I would probably call. Yeah, I'd probably call um, Alex to come get me, and then Zach to tell him, "Hey, bro, I pulled an idiot fucking move." I think that's that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now you want to? Yeah. Friends are basically family for me. So. Yeah, it's the same over here. So, did you go to a lot of parties whenever you were younger, or same? What was that? Did you go to a lot of parties whenever you were growing uh, up? No, not really. I was never really into that until I moved to Florida. And then I kind of just dived into it, and that shit was absolutely wild. How was that? What was the craziest one, you think? The craziest one? Yeah, like where shit went down. Uh, I have to say when I was hanging out with my buddy, so we were in Wakulla County, and from Leon County, that's like Tallahassee area, and a lot of boys from there pulled up to his house out of nowhere, and they were like, yeah, this chick said on her Snapchat, there's a party here, we should come over, and my buddy was like, that's cool, looks back at me, he's like, you got my back, and I'm like, yeah, and he turns around and just clocks the first dude in the mouth, and I was like, oh shit, it's a brawl, so... Oh, dude, it was gnarly because, like, I wasn't drunk, but I was pretty buzzed. So every time I got hit, I didn't feel it. So I was feeling good. <laughs> Who came out on top? <laughs> oh, we did. You did? Uh, as yeah. expected. Pulling <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> brawl like that kind of sounds fun. If you're, if you're buzzed enough to just not feel exactly. anything. You just get hit yeah, I'm... Nah, I didn't feel anything. It felt great. Uh, funny story though. Zach can't get buzzed. Um, he just goes straight to being drunk, so he can't get into a fight if he drinks alcohol. Cause he'll get his ass knocked out. However, Ryan and I know this because I know him. He can have a lot of drinks in his system and still go into a fight, full throttle. Almost. Because Ryan's just fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I swear he... You don't know me. <laughs> Ryan's fucking crazy as hell, man. And I do know you, Zach. I, I, I completely believe... I completely believe that Ryan could do that. From, from the stories I've heard from Garrett, Ryan could basically do anything he wants. No. <laughs> I've never said anything you want. I said Ryan can definitely fucking lay a hammer down. Um, on most things. Ryan can rock the shit out of a lot of people that don't know how to fight and a lot of people that do know how to fight. I think it's just the, the tides of if they know more than him or not at that point. Because it's... No, I've definitely had my ass handed to me a few times. No, I know. Wrong, I mean, but... I think everyone has. I have, for sure. Um, including by Ryan. Uh, 
not in a full fist fight. I, we were going to one time, and then Robert clotheslined me. Um, so that happened. It, it's it's what brothers do, you know. Yeah. It's it's what brothers do. I mean, I mean, that's what I did with my brother. I know plenty of people that did that with their brothers, so I completely, I don't blame you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, my god. Uh, so now that you want to ask your you second, you know why big brothers do that? Well, because they get on each other's nerves. No, it's so you learn how to fight. You know, you can stand up for yourself. Oh we, sure, like without in... a doubt, we're bigger and stronger than the little brother. So they're used to fighting someone stronger. So once they fight someone their own size, it's like, oh wow, this is easy. Yeah, I think yeah. that it's probably how. Because I, I do the same thing Garrett did with me. I I used to bully my little brother in order to make him a stronger person. Yeah, and he's definitely gotten to that point. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, except you give me shit for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm not. You're one of my best friends. I'm going to. Yeah. Um. But I think brothers usually usually have a a pretty strong bond, especially since they fight so much. It just it I think it brings them together a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, if he asks for my charger, I won't give it to him. But if he needs me to fight, you know. I, I will be there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that's the same where it's Dude, going my, my brother steals all my chargers that I give him. <laughs> you can't give family membership. Stop. <laughs> because he says, "Oh, I forgot mine." And then he, whenever I let him borrow it, he just takes it. That's when you go in there Isn't and you beat him up. Though? Isn't that what? You let your little brother borrow stuff, and then all your shit gets handed down to him. And you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then you're playing the video game. And he's like, "Mom said I could play." I don't think I've like, ever said that. I just got on. Because oh, yes, I, no, no, no. Because if I ever did walk up to you and was like, "Dad said I could play," you looked at me with an angry ass face, and then you like kind of like fucking did that flaunt thing, like you were gonna beat the shit out of me. So I was like, "Fuck it, no." Like, mm -mm. you're smart, Gary. <laughs> you were smart. Then you'd run off to get dad, and then he'd come, and then he'd look at me like he's gonna beat the shit out of me. I'm like, <laughs> I think back then, like when I was little, little, sure, but, but, but no, because dad, like, if I can't, there was this one time we had a foosball table, and we lived in uh, Herlong, and I wanted to play, and then I got in trouble for going in and asking dad to tell them to let me play i got in trouble so i kind of like don't ask anymore uh because i didn't want to get in trouble because i remember that i got i got in mad trouble for that for some reason um yeah because you always want to play once we started as soon as we start we're like but i want to play and it's like i wanted to play with you guys I don't know. I was like, yeah, I was like five though. So, I was at, I was five then uh, with the foosball table thing. But, um, no, I, I, I love my brother. Uh, I, I definitely know that I can get on your nerves, Ryan. But I, I only get on your nerves because you're my brother. <laughs> Like if I ever poked the if I ever poked That's the bear, if if I ever poked the bear, it's because I love you and I'm just being a dick to my brother. So, 
I, I don't do that to people that I don't see as family. But I don't know. That's probably because... I see, I see. With a lot of things that happens between brothers, they will... They'll, they'll pretty much almost always love each other. Unless it's like insane, you know, I use you to get drugs type of thing. Oh, you fucked my wife. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Does anybody have any more questions? Uh, I yeah, I have mine. It's turn. Um, what is your? I was, okay. What is your biggest, most life-changing experience for you, and how did you overcome it or take it, take it in? Uh, I'd have to say when I. Oh, it's probably when, like, I, I got, when I graduated RASP and started to go into uh, Ranger Regiment. That was a pretty big step up in my life, and I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, you know, it was just changing, like, my mindset into stuff and and getting excited for that. Okay. Um, how, did, how did it affect you in your life? Did you hear me? How how did it? Uh, yeah, it, it uh. It, buddy. It made me. What's the word? Um, stronger. Uh, like, what? Taking some really long pauses there. I'm gonna. Sorry, I was. I was. <laughs> she was on. She was on the phone with her husband. You guys want to restart that and just edit it out? Yeah, we can. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Ask me the question again, Garrett. All right. Uh, what we're twenty nine minutes in, so I can make sure. All right. Um. So, what was your biggest life changing experience, and how did you deal with it? I have to say that it was when I became a ranger. Uh, when I graduated RASP, that was pretty fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I was all pumped up. I thought I was going to be all gun-ho and shit and stuff like that, but, um, well, actually, no, I wouldn't be, like, when I graduated. It's when I went to RASP. Like, that shit fucking, that shit was gnarly. And how did it, how did it change I mean, your life? Uh, well, one, it made me fucking ripped as shit. I thought I was ripped before, but, God, I had, I had godlike abs. It was awesome. <laughs> um... But it made me it made me think faster on my feet. Like you think quick on what to do, and you're you're just smarter in the way you approach things, and you just don't have that don't quit mentality. And, and it, it's awesome. It's great. It's uh, it changes your outlook on life and everything too. And then once you be, go to regiment and start actually you get into your company, and then you platoon in your squad and start working and doing training events like. Dude, you, you change you uh, the way you think and, and approach uh, problems and all that stuff, the way you solve them, it's, it's awesome. You, right. you know when to solve violence with violence, you know when to just think smart, and it's absolutely, it's, it, it changed me. Like, currently being out, you know, it's, it's, it's still like the same mind process, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, 
you got to take things by steps, one step at a time, day by day. First step, you know, get a job. Okay, got the job. Next step, get my place to live, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, do you think everybody should... It sounds great, actually. Yeah, it does sound good. Um, do you think everybody should go through a training like that, similar? Fuck no. No? <laughs> No, because so many people quit, and it's it's actually satisfying to see them quit because that's like that's one less person I have to compete against to get into this, and it, it's it's great because in that organization you got to volunteer for it, and you can get fired from it too. So, so that's like one of the cool things to see because of. Uh, so you think um, maybe yeah. only uh, like I when I say everybody I mean like even citizens. Um, do you, do you think maybe only yeah, the no. strong-minded people should do it? If they if if they want to do it without having to join the military, do you think they should? No, it's, it's crazy. You can be strong-minded as fucking still not make it. You can be the most physical dude. Like, I, there's guys way stronger than I was that didn't make it. You know, it, yeah. it's like the people you least expect to make. To make it, they make it. You know, it's like that nerdy ass fucking kid in high school that never played a sport that all of a sudden becomes a, a fucking ranger. It's it's insane. It's, like it's, persistence. It, it's just all mentality. All it is is just don't quit. That's yeah, all it is. Just pay attention and don't quit. Do you think the world would be different? Yeah, definitely see that. Do you think the world would be different if everyone had that mentality instead of the um, belly side up mentality? Or do you th- oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. How do you think? Uh... Were... Go ahead. Go ahead. If people just were fucking strong-minded and went after what they wanted, you know, I don't know if the world would be different, but everyone, it'd just be, it'd be crazy. It'd be like the old days when people would see something and they're like, "I'm gonna go do that." And it fucking worked there. Like Thomas Edison with a fucking light bulb, dude. Do you think it would be a... Uh, like, things like that. It's just... Do you think it would affect the world negatively in certain parts too? Like, um, say, wartime? Or do you think that would uh, make everyone butt out of their, everyone else's business? Wartime? Yeah, like say, because um, starting wars and yeah, such. There'd be more people that are willing to. I don't think it would start wars by being. That's what I meant by like you think differently too, mm-hmm. like on how to solve a solution. So like, um, like war stuff too, like things that can cause a war. It's like you can think of ways to avoid it, or maybe if you just. War is weird, man. Basically, people say war is like. All right, let's uh, let me ask you guys a question. How do you win a war? Um, unfortunately, it's definitely not by sending manpower there. It's more you cut off certain things like supplies or um, you basically you starve them out. You cut off supplies, basically. Um, a fast a fast uh, answer to that question. All right, what about you, Zach? What do you think? Um. Well, I mean, I guess it's like, I mean, like, ah, fuck, that's a, that's a difficult question to answer. 
I mean, hmm. You th- uh, uh, how, about, how about you, Nana? Well, what type of war are we talking about? Are we talking about like a World War Three type of situation? Uh, Just like war. A, like a race. Why do you sound war. so prepared? <laughs> war, war, dude. What, dude. Like just war for that War, you gotta strategize it a lot. Like you gotta, you gotta really think about what the other person is trying to think. Because they're gonna be going at you with almost all their might, and so you going at them with all your might. So most likely, the probably smartest way to do it is probably starving them. But then if you're, if your country or whatever has more power, then I believe that manpower would be able to do it. Yeah, like but basically the getting away would be starving. Yeah, like getting rid of them almost. Yeah. Like you send over enough money to deplete their military, you know, and then you kind of just take over from there. I think it's either that or I I know that definitely a lot of not or I guess meetings per se happen with the other side just so you can see if you can come to a agreement to stop. Um, cuz usually wars not based off of I fucking hate you. Let me come shoot you. It's based off of something. It could be political. It could be oil. It could be. It could be anything. So I, I think it all depends on the. The view of what the war is about, um, and I think it's all about, like Nano said, it's definitely strategy. So. When it comes down to it, if you're gonna wanna. Make them surrender. Um, it would probably be the best just to block supplies. Um, you cut all the supplies if you're trading with them. You cut those, and then you either you can intercept ships maybe, or you can just make a blockade. Um, it just it depends. Okay, so let's take a <clears throat> let's backtrack in history real quick. Let's let's look at uh, look at um good old World War Two, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, what did we do with Japan, right? We started pu- pushing them back from all the little islands they took all the way back to theirs. And they would not stop, right? Even though they had, like, no resources. With some wars, yes, if they get stopped with resources, like the Civil War with the South, they didn't have enough resources. The main part where, too, like, you pretty much win a war is when you kill so many fucking people where, to the government's finally like, okay, yeah, we don't have enough manpower. We'll stop. It's just basically who kills more first. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's unfortunate though. Um, for because uh, for a lot of other countries, uh, the U.S. is blessed with how our government works and how you join the military. Um, but other countries, they'll throw in thirteen-year-olds. Uh, I mean, and I'm talking about like some shitty, like fucking North Korea some shit. Um, but it's, it's sad when, you know, you have to go and you have to kill, I mean, and yeah, it's your job most definitely. And, uh, I know it definitely affects, uh, people in the military when they have to do it. Um, but it sucks when you have to go and, uh, just kill as many people as you can during a war like that, a war like World War II. Yeah. Well, it's not just that, it's, it's all other things too, like they need to take over certain hills, certain cities, just places to set up like a good, just vantage point, important spots they could take, which is the 
yeah. were to the enemy force would, wouldn't have to uh, wouldn't um, uh, let's say this for example so with uh, let's say there's like a hill that you guys want, like we want to take or something uh, it's important because it's uh, it scales over actually here's a better example fucking Omaha Beach you know Mm-hmm. They had that beachhead, you know, that's something we had to go through and take, right? And once we took that, that, that stopped from other ships coming around and resupplying them and stuff and and, and uh, cutting them off from France, that cuts off more resources they could have used from that area. Just all sorts of things play a factor. And it's not just like killing more people. It's, you know, you're going after... Uh, high value targets and stuff like that and just just um it, it's it's like a big game of chess it's it's a lot that plays a factor people think it's a lot of running around gun ho and it's like no we gotta go here fucking kill this guy yeah it is kill yeah. this guy then you go over here and take this in try to get this in- intel uh, try to capture this guy alive. We can get a lot of knowledge from him of what's going on. If not, whack the fucker. Who cares? Just like a bunch of shit like that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with you. A lot of um, things have to happen that a lot of people don't understand uh, within certain things like war in general. Um, so, when you look at uh, at um, having to do your job, and um, between the job and your teammates, uh, cause I know I I'm pretty sure you usually look at your teammates like family, um, and say one of your team uh your whole squad gets pinned down, um. Can there be unfortunate mishaps to where you can't call for backup? What What would you guys try and do in that type of situation? Uh, that is a difficult question because that would probably never really... I mean, you can get pinned down, but there's always, like, you run the company, I mean, a platoon size element, so... Mm-hmm for Ranger Regiment anyways. So, like, like, let's say there's first, second, third squad. Fourth squad is usually, like, the gun team, right? Where they have uh, 240s and stuff like that. It's yeah. big-ass fucking machine gun anyway. And a, and a Carl's Gustav, which is a rocket-propelled uh, grenade. Uh, well, rocket, not a grenade. Um, it's an anti-tank weapon. Uh the light armor, anyways, anti-light armor, and, um, yeah, so basically what happens is, well, I don't know if I can, so, anyways, sorry, if you were to get pinned down, the weapon squad would most likely turn, like, fucking fire off of, uh, 15 degrees off of you, which is basically, like, you holding out, like, a fucking thumb in your pinky, and you just, like, put it in front of your eyes, that's basically 15 degrees. Okay. But they would basically do that. Or they would send in, like, the uh, 
first or second squad or third squad to fucking pull through and assist and stuff like that. And not, not only that, like, there's we have wall breaches and stuff like that. Like, if there's a fucking barricaded shooter in one room, you can radio up to another squad that can go up to that wall, fucking put a goddamn wall wall breach on there and blow that dude out of there and throw some fucking frags in there and, and get rid of them. But likelihood of that and also air support so like we always always um it's never a fair fight we want to have the upper hand so there's always all right that stuff we have in our back pocket pretty much um so for one of us to get pinned down it'd be very rare but it would be easily handled okay um that's it's cool knowing uh kind of just how developed the military is now um, and it's put there to protect the United States, protect the citizens. Um, but, uh, for the people that have to join, um, do you guys, do, do you form like a very special bond between, um, your teammates, your squad mates or, Oh yeah. They're, they're like my brothers, man. They're, yeah, they're I feel like that's more of an obvious question. Well, I mean, because... Yeah, they're always have a special place in my heart because, I mean, we've all been through the same shitty shit and we're all next to each other, so it's just... We're sitting there getting smoked for something fucking stupid and we're doing push-ups and we look at each other like, this is fucking gay. Or, like, when we're outside on a fucking week-long op and we're just sitting in a fucking hole, freezing, snuggling up against each other. It's things we look back and drink and laugh about and have a just think it's funny and then we all had uh we've all had a few friends some some are lucky and haven't but we all had a few friends that passed away and we bond over that stuff it's just uh Uh all of that's just a huge like fuck fest and we all bond over it and get a laugh out of it and keep each other held up on it the reason i asked that question is because i don't think i've seen to where too many at the very least um squad mates who really just hate the fuck out of their other squad mates um or try not to oh fuck yeah we do are you kidding me no no i mean like try not yeah, we do. no 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 listen because I'm, try- I'm trying to say like or try to avoid making any bonds at all things like that like i, I haven't seen or heard um anyone and I'm not in the military, so I can't say, like, I know, because I don't. Um, anyone, like, try and not form any bonds at all. Um, that's... I mean, there's some people you meet that are huge fucking cocksuckers, and you're like, fuck this dude, and you never talk to him. Oh, yeah, I know it's that. Like one of those and... guys you look at, and you're like, I do not give a shit if this dude gets shot in the face. I hope he does. I hope he takes my bullet. I know. But and... at the same time, you sit there and you're fucking morals. And, like, when something does go down, like, in a training event, and uh, this guy I fucking hate threw a frag in the room, and he threw it too hard, and it bounced off the wall and came back into the uh, uh, back into the room we were. And it was, you know, it's night. We have our nods on. We have 31 alphas. It's white boss. Fucking awesome. Just do everything. And I remember it, hearing it, and it came back and hit my boot. And I looked down, and you have to adjust them, right, to see, because they don't just automatically adjust. 
But I looked down, I could see something rolling, but it was blurry. And I was like, fucking hell, dude. So I fucking dove on, it was a fake grenade, by the way. I dove on that bitch, and, you know, a little popper, so it popped. And they're like, you're dead. And I was like, god damn it. So, like, even though you hate the guy, you're willing to fucking risk your life to save them, too. It's it's just all moral thing. Hmm. All right. Um, does anyone else have any questions? Honestly, man, that's all I had. That's all you had? Uh, Ryan, do you have any questions for us? No, not really. I'm just wondering how many packs of cigarettes Nano smoked a day to get a voice that low. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, just so you know. His voice is so deep. <laughs> he smoked at least 100 a day. Um, that's what, seven, eight packs, maybe 10? I don't know how many cigarettes are in a pack. Oh, that's All like right. seven fucking cartons, dude. <laughs> right, let, let me speak, let me speak. Dude, whenever I came out of the womb, I was already smoking. I was an ex-smoker at 20 years at that point. Dude, test me up on that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a voice that was as deep as Nano's. I dude. think everyone wished they had a voice as deep as Nano's. Yeah, well, watch him get blessed with a son that sounds like a little bitch. Hey, Dad, <laughs> can we go play some baseball? Dude, I'll get so heated if I do. Oh, my God. He's just got to... You gotta teach him how to have a deeper voice constantly, just lowering his voice. Dude, just lower your voice, like, dude, honestly, it's like, it's not really that hard, but then, like, it takes a little practice. Because honestly, right now, I'm not trying to talk loud. It's kind of weird. Talk loud. Because whenever I'm, like, out in public, my voice isn't this deep. It's because, um, everyone, everything else is so loud, so I have to, like, kind of raise my voice up a little higher just so that people are actually able to hear me. Mm. Which is, which yeah, is yeah. fun. Um, I feel that because when I talk quieter, my voice is lower, but not that fucking low. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think my anyone's voice gets that low. That's like straight up a blessing. Do you know who? Um, it's like his balls are swinging by his ankles, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Corpse is on YouTube? Yeah, that, that I almost thought my voice was like that, but his is a lot yeah, his is way deeper. His but yours is, is deeper. yours isn't that far off. Um, but Ryan, do you know who that is? Corpse, uh, his real name's, like, his full name's Corpse Husband on YouTube, I think? Or, yeah. yeah. His voice is so damn deep, dude. Yeah. Is he the guy that sings or something? Yeah, he can, he, he sung a song where it's, like, deep as hell, like, this, like, the voice is deep as hell just going off. Yeah, he normally just, uh, tells, like, scary stories. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um. Alright. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast. I had a blast. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, we first guest. This is definitely. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's been it's been a experience for all of us. I'd say um, definitely learned some new things. Um. But yeah, it it was great having you on as our first guest. Um. I think that's I think that's all for today. Uh. We're signing off. Everyone have a great night. And, uh, and happy Halloween, motherfuckers. And happy Halloween. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. All right.